Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I, I hate to say it's all who you know, but it, yeah. it, it really comes down to just being a good person, making connections, being personable. Mm. And a lot of times that opens up the most doors for you. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, it's Wednesday and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame today. I'm with Dan Worthington. How are you today, Dan? I'm doing great, thanks. How about you? I'm doing all right. You know, it's Saturday. It's a nice day outside. Lovely. Yeah. Um, Now, before we get into the cast, I just want to say thank you to all for listening. And remember, if you're a Patreon member, we have three different tiers for you. So basically, that lower tier is basically you're getting the, th- uh, the podcast three days before it airs. That middle tier is five days before it airs. And basically, if you have that top tier, you get to listen to next week's podcast today, which is awesome, I think, because it's a steal. And then, you know, if you're not a Patreon a subscriber or anything like that, thank you again also as well for listening to the podcast and sharing it. So who's ready to freight? To phrase James today, to chase frames today, let's get to it, Dan. First question I ask everyone on the podcast is, where are you from originally? Oh, that's a tough one. So originally I was born in Kansas. I grew up in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was in the Air Force, so I had uh, traveled all over the world. Uh, I lived in Greece and England uh, briefly, and then I uh, spent a lot of time in California, mm-hmm. like Long Beach area. And then uh, we retired out here to Las Vegas about 28 years ago. Oh, wow. So I've been okay. out here off and on since. What was your favorite place to live? Uh, I'd say my favorite, well, you know, I really loved uh, Greece and England, yeah. kind of both, um, overseas. Uh, I'd say my most favorite was probably Greece just because of the history and the architecture. And- Have you ever gone back to Greece? No, I, I really'd like to, but haven't. Okay. So here's the second question I ask everyone. What was that movie, TV show, actor, that person who said, like spoke to you and said, to yourself, I need to do this. I want to do this. That's that's a good one. I uh, so well, of course. We I grew up watching the classics. You know, yeah. I, I do comedy, and I, I watched uh, you know Robin Williams and Sinbad and mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy and all those guys and all those movies. Uh, you know, Beverly Hills Cops. Yeah, things like that uh, had really kind of always had my interest. And in, oh, you know, that'd be so cool to have uh, so many different lifestyles to yeah. do so many different things. So I uh, I. I Ultimately got into it later through comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, I was on a set for a film out here, and uh, that's kind of when I fell in love with it the most. Okay. So, so I can't say it was one particular movie. It was just kind of the first time on set, and yeah. I thought, this is 
This is amazing. So, so then in like high school, college, or whatever, you didn't have the bug for acting or anything like that. No, not necessarily. I mean, I did a little mm-hmm. bit. So when I was eighteen, I got some headshots, and yeah. I was gonna, you know, become an actor, yeah, yeah. commercials, yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, you know, I had a, a my daughter at a really young age, so it was one of those things that I just it's not something I could chase when I had a young child at home and understand be a responsible dad. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, when was your first time on set? Then. Uh, my first time on set was uh, 18 months ago, roughly. Okay, what was that yeah. project? Uh, it was a Chinese film called uh, Leaving. No, not Leaving Las Vegas. It was uh, Farewell Las Vegas. Okay, tell me how did you how first of all how did you get that part and like how what made you get that acting bug where like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna try this out. It was uh it was uh, I got the part through just a background. Yeah. So I was just a background actor on that one. Okay. Um, but I was I just really enjoyed like the whole aspect of you know mm. playing dress up and getting yeah. in the costumes and getting into character and kind of how it worked and from that point on i i started pursuing it uh, i'd say i really got into it after i did a f- uh, i was part of that uh tupac unsolved series on oh, okay. uh usa mm-hmm. so i had done that and that that was i'd say one that really just catapulted me i'd met some other like-minded mm-hmm. individuals who were also actors and who were successful in it and i thought well if he can do it then maybe i can do it too yeah uh, how did you get the uh, Tupac thing? Like, did you get it through connections at the Chinese? Uh, the uh, it was the same casting agency. Oh, okay. It was in Las Vegas, so oh, yeah. So it's all through the casting agency. Yeah, awesome. so a lot, of, a lot yeah. of it's casting. Now, of course, they get a lot of my projects through you know connections mm-hmm. and referrals and yeah. word of mouth, which is great. So even even but though first like you know what made you decide like I want to do this background like what where did you find the background thing where like okay whoa hey let me try this out let me just do it I have some free time I kind of dabbled in it a little bit yeah. so when I was doing stand up I had uh, oh you did stand up yeah so I do stand up <laughs> so uh, so when I was doing stand up I yeah. had actually helped a friend out do his little short film yeah. he was doing and that kind of dabbled in it and I thought oh this is kind of neat so mm-hmm. let me try out you know when I saw the background thing and they're like well we need people that can play police officers that's my specialty yeah. so I said well I can do that. Huh. How long did you do stand-up for? Do you, do you, do you, I still do, you, do it. Yeah, you still do yeah. it? Yeah, I still do it. So uh, I've been doing that about two and a half years. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so it's Shit. been it's been great. I've been, uh, I was on, uh, I was at Jokester's Comedy Club for a okay. week, um, not too long ago, mm-hmm. and uh, hosted there, as well as uh, I've done shows all over. I did the Las Vegas Burlesque Festival. I've done uh, some stuff in L.A. I did a, a okay. Nuts and Butts show in oh, L.A., which was an new, interesting learning experience. Learning new fun facts about people. Yeah. I love this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I should have asked you because I was uh, I just turned thirty and I was trying to do stand up before I turned thirty. Okay. And I was like, I need to find like a good place, and I didn't know where to go, and I didn't want to go to an open mic night where it's like with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. I wanted to go with strictly comedians. Yeah. And I could never. I can't find them. I was oh, like, I can trying, help you out with that. Oh, see, thank you. <laughs> I can yeah. help you out with that. <laughs> and so I'm like, yes, I found someone to give me my stand up. That's, that's right. Just throw it out there, <laughs> yeah. and the universe will find yeah, you. Exactly. Right? So that's pretty cool, man. Like, um. So you did the cat. You did okay. We got tangent a little bit that happens on the show. So the Chinese thing and to the casting for the Tupac thing. What yes. was that set like? What was that? That being? was that was great. Uh, it was uh, it was funny because they had the guy that was playing Tupac. It was a dead ringer for Tupac. So when he walked out the first time, I thought I was seeing ghosts. <laughs> you know, the guy was just a phenomenal uh, yeah. Tupac. Um, but it was great. It was it was I mean it was really long days. It was mm-hmm. overnight shoots. We we're freezing to death. Yeah. Um, but. You know, it's kind of part of the game. You just learn to love it. What did you learn off that set? Uh, I learned some interesting things as far as stunts and mm-hmm. um, FX. You oh, know, okay. when they were doing uh, the shooting up the cars yeah. and, and the bullet fragments and the you know the glass oh, shattered and all that stuff. That's all you know, just like plastic rubber glass. Yeah. And so I really got a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of learned. You know, every time you go on set, doesn't matter. Even now, uh, I've been on a it feels like a thousand sets. Yeah. 
I still learn something new every single day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that I didn't know or a nuance that an actor can bring to the scene that you go, oh, okay, I'm going to kind of file that yeah. for next time. So all the sets are starting to blend together, but you're learning something new every they day. They do. Basically. Unfortunately, yeah. they do. It's, a, it's That's the hardest part when someone goes, so what do you work on? And you go, uh, i got to yeah. remember everything I've yeah. done because you do so many different things, you forget where you're at. You forget to write them I down. You know what day it is <laughs> half the day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. That's the same thing when someone asks me about work. I'm yeah. like, what did I shoot today at work? I'm like, I, yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so then after the Tuvok thing, what what next? Did you take acting classes? Did you yeah, start, so yeah. I got into some acting classes. Um, I had a really great teacher out here. His name mm-hmm. was uh, Ryan Williams. He's from L.A. Yeah. Um, he's come highly recommended, so I had uh, I'd done a, a lot of classes with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I kind of got some of my real footage. Yeah. Um, it forced me to kind of learn – the nuances that I was, you know, things that you do that mm-hmm. you don't want to do on camera. Um, what are some of those? Well, like not like that, you know, facial mannerisms yeah. or, okay. or actions. Like I used to chew on my lip a little bit more when I was on camera, like oh, a really? nervous kind of thing or when I'm thinking. And I had to stop doing that when I'm mm-hmm. on camera, obviously, because it comes yep. across. Uh, unless your character does that. Unless your character <laughs> does that, right? And then I got into plays and theater, yeah. um, okay. which I, I found really helpful um, because – Theater, it's it's all live. There's no small steps mm-hmm. at the time. You've got the entire script to remember, yeah. the entire actions, the entire blocking, everything that goes into it. So that was that was a great experience, and I've done some really great plays doing that. What were um, first question for you is what acting method do you do? Adler, Meisner. I'm going to say I'm the worst actor in the world because I don't know all those by heart. So yeah. I don't know if there's an ex- like a particular style that I yeah. follow. You just kind of blend them all I together. I just kind of do what it's okay. I, I think, do, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm just always like, like to ask people that. When I know there's the a lot of people, yeah. and I'm just I made like I said, maybe I'm the worst actor in the world because I'm like I don't know. I'm also like the yeah. world's worst movie buff when it comes to like oh what are, and I'm like never seen it. No, you just like you know? doing what you do. <laughs> I just do what yeah. I do. Hey, you know I, it's all it's all good because again like. Technically, you could be doing a method that you don't even know the name. It's just there's so many also names out there, so it's not yeah. a big. I don't think it's a big deal. And plus, like everyone has their own. If you maybe if you learn different ones, which you probably did, you blend them all together and kind of find your own niche to it as yeah. well. Too, well, of course. And I yeah. think there's a like a, almost like a pureness to mm-hmm. to not knowing it, right? Yeah. It's like it's uh, what they say about like what you don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? So when you go out there and you do it, you're not afraid to do something because you just don't know. <clears throat> yeah, that you shouldn't. Yeah. Well, true. Well, very true. Yeah. yeah. So the plays, going back to plays yes. now, what, what you said, you know, like you're saying on blocking, knowing all your lines by heart, what was your first play? What, you know, what was the play experience like more or less on that too? So my first play was, was an interesting one. It was, a, it was called Imagine okay. and it was a rock musical. Uh, now I'm not a singer, so yeah. I had to definitely go outside my comfort zone to A, be in theater for the first mm-hmm. time and B, Go up and and perform songs, yeah, and great songs. Were you, you know? a lead in that? Uh, yeah, I was a okay. lead on that. So I was performing. Uh, I had to perform. Uh, shook uh, ACDC shook me all night okay, long. Okay, yeah, and uh, Three Dog Night. Um, uh, God, I can't think of the name now. But, it, uh, that, but one of the Three Night Three Dog Night songs, you know, from a while back. Okay, um, which it'll come to me, of course, after the fact. But uh, that was, but it was great because. Mm-hmm. It was you build a lot of camaraderie with working with these mm. with other actors, and you learn new stuff. And yeah. if you're not outside your comfort zone, then you're not in the right industry. You yeah. need to be always challenging yourself. You need to always be pushing those envelopes. I think to quote someone I knew once: to get comfortable, you have to get uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. So 
that is a big thing. And then also, that's kind of funny that you, I mean, not, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but it's funny that you got into a play with singing that you never, yeah, you don't that sing. I never sang. Like, ever, what was the casting publicly. for that? Like, that's what I was like, I had an audition. I yeah, had to sing. Yeah. I had to sing uh, Shook Me All Night Long, which you, it's not easy to do. And yeah. there's, you yeah. know, the ACDC's yeah. got a, their gift. Did you, know? you Did you go into a Brian Johnson voice at all? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just winged it. I just did what I could do. And I was, yeah. I sang it and uh, they liked me and, and maybe they saw the potential. I don't know. And yeah. so they, they brought me on and I, uh, I did some vocal training for it and I was, uh, I was ready for it. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So. So then, after the play, what else did you do after the play? So after the play, I did uh, I did some more film and TV, mm-hmm. um, and then I I had got back into another play. So I did a really in, you talk about outside your comfort zone. I did yeah. a really amazing play called A Soldier's Play. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and, yeah. and that was a that was a really great um, play. It's it's a great story mm-hmm. in general. Uh, it was a great movie. They had the soldiers movie, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did that, but it. It was so outside of my comfort zone because I played this racist um, soldier yeah. or officer yeah. in the military. And so I had to really push the envelope on that because I was raised to never be racist, yeah, yeah. never to say those particular words. Yeah. And so when I had to do that, I had to uh, – I really had to like work on training myself to be able to say you know, the N-word and yeah. to get into those oh, characters you know, because it, it's – it's a, it's a, it's just an interesting. Did you want to apologize after every time you? Oh, said, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. my first audition happened to be in a black church. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with these dropping these uh, oh, racial gosh. slurs, and I was completely out of my element <laughs> and uncomfortable. But it was a, it was a really great director and a really great cast and crew, yeah. and so they. They they kind of pulled me in to to say like all right we know yeah, yeah. it's not who you are I, I would hope what they, it is I hope they understand, you know? yeah there's like, <laughs> there's like I'm like I don't mean it yeah. I don't want to say it I won't say it tell me how I can say it more better for you I just yeah. want to make sure I'm perfectly <laughs> respectful of everybody yeah, yeah. you know yeah oh, that must be really tough like to do that like <laughs> it was cause, yeah because there's um I was watching uh you ever hear the Rewatchables podcast no they go over uh, remember the Titans and they talk about mm-hmm. how like. There's only certain people that get cast as the racist. Oh yeah. So yeah. like <laughs> we might have had that love. <laughs> I seem to get that sometimes. Yeah. I get racist. I've gotten uh in the, the Imagine play I was abusive. Oh, I was abusive to a woman. I, I don't know why. It's not my character at all, but yeah, but, maybe it's a oh, gift I, that I can play is, it. Is there an archetype know. or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's probably the same reason I get booked for a lot of police roles oh, is yeah. that like stern Are you a cop? I never asked you that. No, you but I, I just play one on oh. a lot of TVs and okay. shows. Uh <laughs> you got that cop like, you know, style. Like, you know. Yeah, well I grew up wanting to I actually grew up wanting to be a cop. Okay. Um I had applied and you know, just ultimately yeah. down the road opted not to go down that mm-hmm. path. So okay. I uh but I do enjoy playing it yeah. and I have my uh I don't know if you're familiar with all police car props oh, okay. and things like that that I run out for films. Well, well hey, you know what? Think about it this way. It all comes back full circle. You're not being a cop, but you're That's right, one. but yeah. I get in without the dangers. Yeah, right? so you're safe. <laughs> without the risk and yeah. all the reward, right? <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, that was the play. By the way, Soldier's Play, just remembered it, is with Jamie. Yeah. He was on, he was on the yeah, podcast. Jamie few, yeah, he was uh, oh, yeah. on the podcast a few weeks ago. Awesome guy. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were great guys. We yeah. felt like we're family when we were done with all that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great too. And then after Soldiers Play, what happened? So after Soldiers Play, I've done uh, I've done a bunch of projects. I had a I was recently on a SAG film uh, this summer, mm-hmm. um, which was exciting for me because it was my first yeah. uh, SAG film. Okay. Um, I was still SAG eligible, but I got this role, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a, I, I really enjoyed it because I had to beat out so many people to get to it that yeah. they had. I did my self tape, 
And then I had to go meet the director for lunch. Yeah, yeah. With a, and then I thought it was just me and the director, and it ended up being like another audition. Oh, sure. So there was like, like six interview? people. Yeah, six people oh, wow. sitting at a table reading against each other for these parts, for this one part. Holy shit. Um, so I was, I was incredibly nervous, and I, but I did it. Yeah. And uh, he liked me. He wanted me to read for another part. I read for that part, and then it was kind of like, all right, have a nice day. We'll yeah. be in touch. And I thought, oh, man, I didn't get it. I'm not going to get this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sure as hell, I got a call later or an email later saying hey we definitely want to use you and you're doing yeah. it so it was really it was an exciting thing for me i got to film on the warner brothers lot oh wow was, yeah you know, that's a beautiful lot too. oh yeah it was in wow. new york town and yeah you know, warner brothers yeah. and you oh know my God. Have, you ever, have you ever gone on the studio tour there no i haven't done the studio tour. oh you but. have to do the studio tour it's great uh me and my girlfriend went like a handful of months back and you know there's three styles of tours right there's um the regular tour, which is like I think sixty bucks per person. Then there's like a, a classic nineteen seven, like all movies up to nineteen seventy. So yeah. it's like seventy bucks or something like that. But you learn so much. Like, oh yeah, like like the Yorktown or like the the Main Street USA set and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like the, the prop room is like three football fields. On oh, top, I believe it. Yeah, on to- either on top of each other or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly now. But yeah, it was just so. Oh my, you have to go. Oh, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm going to take the family. That way they can go see the sets and all that stuff. Yeah. And then there's the the higher tier one, but I want to go back to a classic film. I want to do a classic film one, I mean, after. And it's like two hours, and then it's like technically it says three hours, but it's two hours, I think, on the tour, and then one hour just doing your own, like, look around our last lot section, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah. Oh, that's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I have to check it out. Highly recommend. I'm surprised like they didn't give you one being on that No, tour. they didn't give me one. Uh, but, I, but I did get to feel a little special when the people were on the tour and I was walking around like, oh, hi. You know. <laughs> did you eat in the commissary? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was It was actually, it was kind of a, the downside to that was it was like the shortest day ever on set. Oh, really? That, like I did my scene and they were like, all right, you're wrapped. And I was like, I've only oh, been man. here like three hours. So <laughs> like, you, I didn't you get the full four experience. Hours. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I was doing four hours and then and I had to leave to go out of town right afterwards. Oh, so I was like... <laughs> running crazy, but uh, but it was great. So yeah. that was that was a really good thing. It's a it's a biopic on uh, Vanessa Del Rio. She's a uh, '70s porn star. Oh, I thought and interesting. So, yeah, so it was an interesting thing. Uh, I worked with uh, Jesse Metcalf. He was in um, mm-hmm. John Tucker Must Die. He was a lead for that. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that was really exciting. A really nice guy. Yeah. And uh, we just we just do that, and then yeah. from there I've gone and uh, I'll do uh, I'll do background in between yeah. my principal work because mm-hmm. it gives me yeah you know. It pays, yeah, and uh, it gives me an opportunity to be on set and network and, and meet people. Do you have an agent? Uh, I don't have. I had a manager and I had a, a commercial agent. Mm-hmm. I recently had let them go, and then I have a new commercial agent. But okay. I'm, I'm desperately looking for a theatrical agent. So if anyone knows one, by all means, yeah. everyone out there listening <laughs> to the podcast, if you know anyone, yeah, hey. anyone looking because or if you are one, hey, or if you, you are have, one, you have that's a potential right. Uh, that's right. prospect there. So. so what was it? I mean, also like you're on these sets and you're meeting all these people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like especially people, I guess, in, as you're doing a lot of work, I guess sounds like in L.A. Yeah, right. Every, most everything's L.A. Okay, so what is it like? You know, meeting those people from L.A., learning about their hustle, learning about like what are like some takeaways that you can get from them that you want to bring to Vegas and stuff like that too. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway and the biggest advice I'd give anybody, you know, getting into acting or entertaining yeah. is, is just the. Just, this networking connections, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all connections. It's all, uh, I, I hate to say it's all who you know, but it, yeah. it, it really comes down to just being a good person, making connections, being personable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that opens up the most doors for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things I would bring to Vegas. I mean, I wish we had a bigger film community in Vegas. Yeah. 
as, as in LA. And mm -hmm. it, it's silly that we don't sometimes because if we are so close and the cost of living is so low mm -hmm. versus, but it's just one of those things. Well, that's what we also talk about on the podcast as well as the Vegas community. And we'll get to that a little bit later yeah, on in the podcast, but um, go, continuing about you too, as well. Um, so what, I, I saw that you did a few CBS shows, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I've been, uh, so I've been, Fortunate enough to be when I'm doing uh, shows, I've been I've been cast in these as mm. cast as yeah. core as like core background or core character. So I, I'm. What does core background so, core character mean? So generally, they're core where you you're on recurring a set oh, essentially. Wow. Okay. So they they'll build you know like if you're having a scene. So like right now, I'm doing uh, 68 Whiskey. Okay, it's a newest show on Paramount Network. Um, it's a great show. It looks amazing. Mm. The cast and crew are, are amazing, and it. I'm I'm brought on as a, with this core group of soldiers, or my particular role. I'm Set Corp, which is the one of the other main mm -hmm. guys' platoon, I guess you could say, yeah. like government contractors. Yeah. And so when you get on as core, then you're in most of the scenes okay. or most of the episodes, yeah, yeah, because you're that thing. So you constantly get recalled. So I was on that for CBS okay. for SEAL Team, um, where I was on that. Uh, I think I was on uh, ten episodes of SEAL Team last oh, season. So then. You're saying then basically you get like once a week you go into LA just for core. Yeah, so like I might go up there for the whole week and do, oh. and they'll oh. film three episodes or something. So oh. I'll be up there for five days. I'm generally there Monday through Friday. It seems feels oh, wow. lately up in LA. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's great, and yeah. so it keeps me really busy. Yeah. Um, like I said, I get to meet amazing people. I get to work with amazing people. I get to learn. You can't yeah. you can't pay for this education. No, that's a know? that's a great education, and and also like I said, you're learning so much, mm -hmm. and you're also like I feel like film. Film, I mean, not act, sorry, not film. Acting classes, just like film classes, I would say this probably. Let me see if you say no, you're wrong. But it's like theory and no practice in a sense, right? Yeah. And I mean, no offense to like the, the people that do film acting classes and stuff like that. Like, you know, do your thing. I'm not like, you know, nixing it or anything like that. But like you get the most like practice and the yeah. most like experience from being on those sets. Yeah, and you're getting paid. Yeah, well, so, that too. Yeah, you can't you're, complain, And you're really. getting paid to do it, and yeah. so, and it's good money. Yeah. At the end of the day, even just background, you can make, and especially once you've gone uh, union, yeah. it's definitely good money. Did um, you get your SAG card, by the way? Yeah. For that? Okay, you did get your SAG yeah, card. Then. So okay. I got my SAG card. I, I mentioned uh, that. <laughs> I became a must-join, so I had, a, uh -oh. I had to get my SAG card. Um, but uh, it's been a great ride. I, uh, I'm trying to look at my notes here. I've got, I have to look and see what all the stuff, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been great. I uh, I can't complain. I can't compl I, well, that's good. And I think, like I said, in eighteen months, I've done about sixty projects. Holy schmoly, you are so, a busy man. So, so I've at, been staying yeah. really busy. That's what uh, you said. 60, 18 months. Uh, let's do some quick math here. Uh, nope, that's three a month almost. Yeah, roughly. I think yeah. Roughly. I don't do math, yeah. but it's close yeah, to we're it. just gonna three point five. Yeah, I think right. something. But it, it it adds up, and it, yeah. it's just it's been great. I can't yeah. complain, and it's just a hustle, though. Yeah. What are you doing now? What have you done? I think I saw something yesterday, a music video. Uh, yeah. So I was just on a music video with uh, Rick Ross. Were you a cop? Uh, no, I was a dealer. Oh, I was a table <laughs> dealer. New. I know oh. something new, right? <laughs> Normally, I'm the cop because I have the gear in the cars yeah, yeah. on everything. They're like, "All right, we'll bring you in as a cop." Um, but no, that was a refreshing change. I yeah. was a dealer. However, I've never dealt poker in my life so that was uh definitely one of my like acting challenges where i'm like watching youtube videos to learn how to deal oh, poker shit. you know and then now there's you, now all you different want kinds. Play poker? yeah right now i'm like oh, i wish i would have been paying more attention and 
or some learn some card tricks or something at she least. Went, you should have went to the casino. Come on, what are you doing? You could you could have won. I know, we also. live in Las Vegas here, yeah. but no, I I think it, because I live in Vegas, I'm more like oh, I don't want to learn I think, that. I mean, that. Have you ever gambled in Vegas while living in Vegas? Let me ask you that. How I've, many times have you gambled while living in Vegas? I should say. Oh, I, I oh god, I could probably <laughs> count them on both hands. Yeah, you know, that's really it. Because yeah. I. Uh, I don't gamble much, and if yeah, I do, I might go. Okay, I'll throw hundred bucks on the table, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, I lost it. All right, time to go home. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, and then or, like I, I think I've what was it? I haven't gambled in like a year and a half. Uh-huh. Like so, I have, it's been a long time. I think yeah. like, the only game I play is craps. Yeah. Like, and I can't do slots because slots you just lose automatically. Yeah. Craps is like the best odds, and I'm yeah. like, all right, this is. This, it's I'm always like, the one I wanted to learn too. Yeah. To feel like I could like smooge right. It's, it's like so golf easy and it's, whatever. It's so right? easy actually. You should try it. Yeah. I yeah. Have to learn it. I um. Before I play my first craps game, like legitly, like I watched like a video on YouTube for like twenty. It's a twenty minute video, and I watched it like four or five times just to get the idea. Yeah. So like it's like acting in a sense too. Yeah. Like in the theory, all no, uh, all theory, no practice thing. Mm-hmm. I went to the craps table. I'm like, all right, I know I have to play the past line. Mm-hmm. Okay, the past line's gonna be where it's at. And I just watch people from then on, and I'm like, all right, they're doing this, they're doing that. Yeah. Don't do this, don't do that. So now I'm like a little bit more aggressive in my craps play. Yeah. But like I a lot of the games I played when I played it was just like watching and like learning. Like you said, like <laughs> just that's it. Yeah, that's absorbing. All it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh so that was that was really cool though. Yeah. And then uh gosh, I got sixty eight whiskey again Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm doing um I did uh Is that out already or is that No, it's it? not out. I think it's January fifteenth. Okay, so this is out say. in May. Your podcast is out, give me about May I just looked at the date too. I think you're at the end of May. Yeah, so it'll definitely be out by yeah. then. So yeah. if you have Paramount Network, everyone. You should check out 68 Whiskey then. Absolutely. Plug for the show. Um, let's see. I've been doing uh, – so I've been also – I do a lot of uh, mm. social enterprise stuff, nonprofit stuff. Okay. Uh, I've been working with um, Matthew Modine. Oh. Um, I was brought on – I met him a while back out here in Vegas, and uh, we could connect it. I had told him about a social enterprise I had built mm. years ago, and uh, he was interested Met me, introduced me to some people, and long story short – I was ended up offered a spokesperson role oh, for wow. his one of his nonprofit or for okay. profit social enterprise kind of. Oh, what's the social enterprise? It's called Do One. So it, it's essentially it's a it's a campaign that encourages people to do one thing a day to help the environment or okay. save the world. Awesome. So uh, or one thing a month is yeah. really what it is. But we try to push. You know, one you could do one is. thing every day yeah. or even one thing every month to make an impact. A positive change. Hey, what about one day, one thing every other day? That's right, right. Yeah. It's just a, so. I think they, I think they've started like just start with one, do one a month. Yeah, and it's with socially conscious businesses, businesses that want okay. to make an impact and have environmental sustainability and mm. rolled into it. Yeah, and so that's been exciting, and we've been uh, working on some. Uh, I don't want to say angles, but working on different producing some different content that yeah. we can use for that. That's great. So, yeah. uh, I have a friend who's a uh, Jim Henson trained puppeteer. Oh shit! And we've been working really closely with him to create, uh, you know, like a pod, not a podcast, but like a talk show, yeah, kind yeah. of a, a daily that's show. Dope. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So that's yeah. been really that's been exciting. And, and how long have you been doing that? Um, I've been doing that a few months. I've been working on it. So we haven't launched anything yet. We're still really. When do you plan on launching? Um, I think. Well, see, that's up to those guys, and so oh, okay. they're they're really working on the the business model and how they're going to tie in everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to figure out mostly my part, like the, the spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. So before or after your podcast, is it, you think before if you I could guesstimate? I want to say it's gonna. Let's say I hope it's launched by the time this podcast comes okay. out. Okay, yeah, I well, think and it's launched, but yeah. it's still growing traction. Well, fingers and, and crossed. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. 
Yeah. Love to get out there as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just want to create, you know? Yeah, you got to create. That's um, what mine does. So what else have you been doing? Oh, that's, gosh, I've done You're a busy man. Oh, yeah. I, You're the world's most busiest man. You are also I a hustler. I feel like the busiest man some days. My family probably feels that way a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, is, is it, um, have you ever thought about moving to L.A. or... You know, I, I so I'm there enough now that I'm looking and considering, you know, having a place up there, yeah. like a permanent place. Um, but as far as like moving my family out there, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not ready for that. I, I kind of hold that like, well, if I if somebody makes me move up there, like mm-hmm. obviously I got a series regular role or, I'm, or something yeah. like that, and it's financially feasible to do so, then yes. But right now I've got uh, you know two kids, three yeah. kids, and um, they're just. It's just not worth it feasible to move up there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, understandable. And Vegas is probably a good base of operations in the sense yeah. of like it's a good hub. You're only four hours away from LA. Do you do you drive a lot to LA? Or are you I drive a the, lot. Okay, you don't I take drive a lot. No, okay. no, I drive. I like to drive just because yeah. it gives me something to do and kind yeah. of check out and study your lines, study my lines, think about strategies, yeah. do whatever, um, listen to music, even yeah. just sitting there listening to music. But it's uh, I drive back and forth and I enjoy that. Mm. Um, but I've driven. I think this last year I did thirty, almost forty thousand miles. Holy moly! Going back and forth, yeah. So I've reached that point now where I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna stay up there mm-hmm. through the week and yeah. then I'll come home on the weekend. That's understandable. Do you do you stop at Baker for alien jerky? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I just keep on going. <laughs> I just keep on going. Oh, okay. I drive now is so routine. I don't even. I. Okay, eighty miles left, thirty miles left. You know, <laughs> just like you and close your eyes and probably. I just got go it down there. to a science. Yeah. I could do the road turns without looking. Yeah, and I think I do some days. I gotta like Monday. I gotta be on set at six a.m., which means moly. I gotta leave here at like one. Wow! And then uh, I'll work fourteen hours because that shows yeah. a long day. And you must then, be exhausted. After and then that. I'll either drive home or I'll just stay, yeah. which I haven't decided yet. Depends on. That'd be, wow, that's, that'd be like a twenty-four hour turnaround. But it is. It, it ends up being like twenty-three hour days. Holy some shit. days. Dude, your body must around. be. Ex- How much coffee do you drink? <laughs> a lot of coffee, a lot yeah. of Red Bull, a lot yeah. of Red Bull and coffee. <laughs> yeah, it keeps me going. A lot uh, of sugar in that coffee. And- <laughs> yeah, a lot of just. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that's crazy. Oh, I, I mean, God bless you for that twenty-three hour day, and that if you turn around and go home too, just yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I, my body is just shutting down after fifteen hours. But like, yeah. you, I'm like, how do you keep it? Oh my God. I'm like so. Well, the wow. fun ones are when you go up there for an audition. So yeah. they'll drive, you know, four hours for ten second audition, yeah. and then get in the car and drive right back. I'm surprised like they and don't it's like ask a twelve hour day, you know, for su- one audition. Yeah, but I'm surprised they don't ask for like, hey, you send us a video of you auditioning. It'd be great sometimes, you know. Have, have they done that or no? Um, not a lot of like, especially commercials. It's all yeah. in person. Oh yeah, I so. heard. Uh, you know, um, my friend was on this podcast. She was telling me there's a commercial style of acting. Apparently, there is. It's and very different. I'm what noticing. is the difference? Because I'm so, I'm like, I want to, I'm like, I need to know, and I want people to know. <laughs> it's, to me, it's so much chipper and, and more just positive, which yeah. is, of course, what you want to see when you're buying products on TV. I uh, I feel like that's my hardest challenge some days is trying to be, not positive, <laughs> like I don't want to say, like, it's, it's my hardest thing today is wake up and not want to be miserable. No, I, it's just, <laughs> for me, the biggest challenge is like that, is that nerves and getting into the yeah. room and just being like, hey guys, how are you? Yeah. You know, I just. Yeah, be very personable. I try to be very yeah. personable, but it's just, I, I don't know, I have that, ex- I play a lot of Cop Cops, roles yeah. and a lot of stern and a just lot of, <laughs> you know, whatever. So I think sometimes it's a challenge for me to get into there and just yeah. be goofy, yeah, you know? Yeah, but hey, you know what? Again, it's out of your comfort zone also. It is. So it forces me to, to do it. So yeah. I've taken acting class or commercial acting yeah. classes and I've done that and I think I'm getting better, but I haven't booked 
any commercials mm-hmm. yet, so I, maybe I'm not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also, hopefully you'll get a chipper, like, cop role one day, like the right? uh, like comedy. The, yeah, Like I mean, the goofy cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the goofy cop. You just need that role, and then you're good for commercial from then on out. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, if, you, if I was drinking or something, yeah. I'd get all goofy, and I'm crazy guy, and I'm all over the place. <laughs> but when I walk into the room, I clam up, and I'm like, I don't... I don't know, you know. Even yeah. my stand-up is, uh, that's one of those things I've always wanted to get more animated in yeah. my stand-up, but I, it's just... What, what are stand-up, do you have like a different routine for each? Like, do you have a set, different set, or do you have like, do you have a same set you're kind of working around right now, workshopping? Most of my themes focus on being a parent. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, like I said, I've got, I've got a truckload of kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and they're all great, and they give me a lot of great inspiration. Yeah. Um, and so I try to relate with, with the audience yeah, yeah. that has, you know, a parents in the audience mm-hmm. that just, you know, want to say those things, but never want to <laughs> never say them. What's one of the things you want to say to that you never want to say? Well, I always say, you know, I, as a parent, you know, we're not supposed to have favorites, but yeah. I've got a couple that I could live without. <laughs> oh yeah. Understandable. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then, you know, you'll get a rise out of people cause they definitely go, Oh yeah. You know, and they all, and it all seems like they got that one kid in mind yeah. too. Like, Oh yeah, it's Billy. It's yeah, definitely yeah. Billy's that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully there's no single parent either and then they want any kids. <laughs> yeah, right. So I so I make a lot of jokes about that. I talk about losing them sometimes or trying to lose them, but you can't get rid of them because they're like a bad rash and they yeah. just keep finding their way back and you know. So I it's fun. And my kids my kids love it. They I tell my kids my jokes. I'm like, Dad doesn't mean that. You yeah. know, it's just a it's just a joke and they get a kick out of it. And That's good. As long as they get a kick out of it. Well rounded kids because of it. <laughs> That's or, a plus. Or maybe messed up kids. I don't know. It might be well, fodder you'll, you'll for therapy fi- you'll later. You'll find out one day. <laughs> Someday in therapy, they'll come out in an intervention or something. But uh, no, it's been uh, it's, it's been really great. So yeah. I, I don't compl- I can't complain. I yeah. don't complain. I just uh, just keep hustling away. And yeah, man, you're living a pretty good dream. I'm, I'm gonna lie. I'm you. trying. You're, you, trying. You are chasing those frames, dude. I'm chasing. I'm chasing. You frames. are chasing. You That's are chasing right. frames. Where's my lens? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this because I asked this to everyone also about the film community out here. Uh-huh. Now, how many, how, how much film communities, I mean, or how much in the film community have you been? I've been in Vegas, pretty good in the film community in Vegas. Okay. I uh, so I that's obviously where I started. Yeah. I didn't just like, oh, I'm going to be an actor in LA. LA. You know, uh, I really had have worked out here a long time. Yeah. That first uh, year, at least, was out here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, networking, meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a, a a good pool of actors out here. They're super talented, yeah. super driven, just want to do it and are finding any avenue that they can to do it. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some good resources, you know, obviously Nevada film directory. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been great. And it's a great community because even on, uh, we're, it seems like it's very supportive of each other. Yeah. So an example, uh, as I had mentioned, I have, uh, I do picture cars, yeah. police picture cars. I have detective in a black and white. And so, They'll somebody will see a post on on social media looking mm-hmm. for a police car, and I'll have six people throw out my name. Yeah, oh, which is perfect, amazing, and yeah. it, it, you know you couldn't ask for better yeah. people, friends, people that they're doing that stuff. Yeah. So it really, I think it's great. It's it's it's, it's wonderful. We're supportive of each other. Um, I know that there's a lot of L.A. Vegas actors that go to L.A. Mm-hmm. and will usually bounce back and forth. So if I can drive somebody up there when I'm driving mm-hmm. up there, or if I can. Uh, give them a place to crash if yeah. I've got a place up there. Um, then we do those things and we we help them out. But the Vegas, I think the Vegas film community is growing in it, yeah. and it can continue to grow. Okay. And then what are like some of the weaknesses? Because my whole thing with this this show is, and you, is I want honest to hear, 
But like the whole idea is like also to figure out the film community here in general because there's people that you know there's pluses there's minuses but also what's the thing that we can reach the next level because I think Vegas is kissing the glass a lot of times mm-hmm. and they're not breaking through the glass so I kind of want to get people's opinions and thoughts as well that's why I'm asking yeah. the, the negatives as well as the power I'm asking the positives as well as the negatives yeah so I think some of the I think some of the challenge is because the work is so um, mm-hmm. few and far between yeah. when it comes out here. Um, that people do get a tend tend to be a little more um, guarded with it. Yeah. You know? Like they don't want to talk about it. Or they don't want to. They don't want to do those things. It's yeah. it's very much like a well. I got to make sure I'm going to get this part or I'm mm-hmm. going to do that, which is I think natural everywhere. Yeah. I don't want to say it's just in the film community. I'm sure it's it's the same thing in an office. Yeah. It's yeah. Same politics. Same thing. Uh, but I feel like they. Uh, I, I just lost my train of thought, but I feel like they. There's a lot of opportunities in in Vegas to to kind of smash that yeah. that theory because we are all in this small yeah. community together and we're trying to do it. And we generally all know each other. Yeah. It's like, like, you know, you you know or you at least know of somebody's name in this yeah. community because it is so small. It's six degrees of someone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're like, oh, I know this person. I know this person. Yeah. I, I met I just met some lady the other day uh, I did a project with and she knows this guy oh. that I know. So it, it's just funny how we all – we all do it. I think they could definitely improve the Vegas community. If you know, if I was talking to the, the powers that be, I would say, of course, you know, let's build some more incentives for these people to come out yeah. here and film. Let's do some more. You know, there's so many great locations. Yeah. There's so many great. You know, just the casinos. You could film a thousand different movie genres in yeah, yeah. In, in every one of them. Yeah. So I think it's just getting it out there and, and making the process a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, making it so that it's just easier to create, especially for independent filmmakers who yeah. don't have those budgets, who don't have those things, and just kind of everybody working together to yeah. to fill what they need. Is that also what you think can break that glass ceiling too? I think that a lot of it is. I think it's just cooperate. I think ultimately, you know, many hands make light work, right? Yeah. If we can all band together and we can all find ways to help somebody in doing something or getting somewhere with it, then I think that it will help expand the – the thing because yeah. then we'll have more content that's coming out of Las Vegas that yeah. we can say, Hey, we're proud that we made this in Las Vegas yeah. using entirely Las Vegas talent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know some of the challenges that I've run into even on commercials is they they'll cast it in LA and drive them to Vegas yeah. for Vegas commercial, which sucks because like, you know, again, there's potential out here that people aren't really tapping into. Exactly. And, and it, yeah, and sometimes just the name like, Oh, it's in Vegas. Well, let's yeah. bring our LA people. That's you know? true too. You know, I mean, but then again, I've 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 come through. I've I've heard stories. And I've seen things that like some of the actors are just like you know. There's a there's a big, um, from what I've heard and seen is that there's a big divergence between good actors out here and bad actors. Yeah, there's a bigger pool of bad actors than there are of good actors. So I mean, that could also be a very yeah hard thing to get someone to. It is because I think that you know you that's when you run into uh, reputations, right, yeah. or, or something like that, where there's a reputation that. You know, these guys might not show up. And that's going to happen on yeah. any set. Yeah. Um, but this is a – it's Las Vegas. We're, you know, we're a transient town. We're yep. a tourist destination. People come in. They move in within a year. They do whatever. So we have – there's always going to be that, that we have yeah. to fight. And I've run into this in social enterprise. I've run into this in startups. I was mm-hmm. uh, I was really big in startups uh, years back. I founded – co-founded a couple startups. Oh, okay. And we'd run into the same problem on the startup realm. Yeah. You know, we'd kind of hit these same walls where we've got the potential. We've got a small community. Mm-hmm. It's just getting it to yeah. explode. And that's what the film community is like, too, a startup. Yeah. So one, I that's mean, it. Everyone's a startup on their own 
record in the film community, and then you just need the help. Yeah, Sid. but there's a lot of people doing really great stuff yeah. that I'm seeing. Uh, I'm seeing you know films going into the film. You know they're doing the film mm-hmm. festivals. They're they're winning awards. They're yeah. they're doing it. And so I think just continuing to do that and just create and mm-hmm. and ultimately I don't. I mean, what? Why are we all in this industry? We're in this because we want to create. We yeah. want to do something. Exactly. You know, it's one thing to say I'm an actor. It's another to actually be out there every day acting. Yeah. If you're on set and you're saying you're an actor, then you're an actor. If you're just saying yeah. it in the comfort of your own home on a couch. Yeah. Like what have you done? Well, you know, nothing. Uh, I've done a few things. <laughs> I've done a few things. Yeah. On, on uh, my vlog. Yeah, so it's just constantly being out there. Yeah. Well, do you, um, as an actor, do you are you constantly out there on social media as well, like trying to? Yes. Yeah. Has yeah. that? Uh, so, luckily, social media has come comes a little bit natural to me because of my startup background yeah. and stuff. So I, I get to pull from a lot of that experience. Um, but it is a challenge because, of course, you got to you've got to. Mo- it's a full time job. Like yeah. I tell anybody, if you're marketing a business, you're marketing yourself. You're marketing as an actor. You've got to be on there full time. You've got to mm-hmm. kind of stay up with the trends. You've got to know where you're at. You've got to give content that's compelling, and it's not always easy to come yeah. up with the compelling content. You know, yeah. um, I've built a pretty substantial following throughout the years because of just kind of knowing that and yeah, working yeah. that. Um, and I think that it's incredibly important for actors, especially um, actors in the beginning or actors who aren't union because you find a lot of non-union work yeah. on social media. I find a ton of work. Mm-hmm. Before I joined SAG, I was finding tons of work on. Does SAG help you get more work? How's that work? SAG, uh, SAG adds, um, I want to say, a uh, like a validation, I guess you could okay. say, to it, right? A reputation. I, I mean, I'm, the right word's escaping me, but... Mm. It, it adds something to having. So you've, you've like, okay, I've reached SAG status now. I, you know, I'm, I've been cast in SAG films. I'm yeah. doing, so it's a level that it forces you to up your, I want to say it forces you up your game, right? Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're competing now with some really, really experienced talent. Yeah. That's, that's reached this points and there's only a few, mm-hmm. I mean, compared to non-union, I might've put in, when I was non-union, I might put in 30 casting calls a day. Yeah. Now that I've gone union, I might put in three. Oh wow! If that, there's days where I just get one because you're SAG basically. Because right? it's a yeah, because you're union, and especially in Las Vegas, yeah. there's not a very there doesn't it's, come a lot of SAG yeah. projects coming through. So that's been a, that's been a challenge. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a curse and a blessing. I always thought it's like like most actors will say, you know, like oh don't join unless you have to yeah. or or whatever. But doesn't give you like health insurance and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, you get yeah. the benefit. I yeah. mean, the benefits of obviously being are, are great. Yeah. You know, like extra pay the the bump you know the bumps the bonuses yeah. the things like that you got a sag film and like my sag it you know the scale on that pays six of what i'd make as background wow. you know yeah six times or Holy something moly. so it's there's some benefits to it now should i have called sag just to make sure that you're okay to do it on this yeah podcast? right i feel like i'm like i feel oh, like i'm gonna get in trouble i don't want to get in trouble here yeah, yeah. i don't want to be like this guy <laughs> oh god talking, i didn't talking know he was smack. saying he could have he could have told me this before talking i had him on the smack, podcast right no i don't know you know it's so because <laughs> you know like, yeah i've had to turn down the independent films or student films you sometimes know, and i'm like so really? weird because like i've seen i knew a person who said they use sag people on their film and didn't have to pay them 
Is that, isn't there like a way? Isn't I there's there, probably a way? Yeah, I'm there's sure. A, there's like a like weird deferred way payments it. or something. Yeah, I, I have no idea how he did it because I don't think he paid anyone at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I see a lot of projects like that with no pay. Yeah, it's it's called but, freelance, and you put the, or I like to say I put the free in freelance. Yeah, yeah. Which was fine, and I mean, and not bashing the free stuff because no. I honestly that's how I got my a start. lot of my experience. Yeah. My start was hey, I'll do it. You know, I don't. I mean, but, I just leave for the time. But again, there's only so much free stuff you can do before you're like, okay, I'm fucking done. Well, I think you have to reach that point where you yeah. go, all right, listen, am I am I only worth free? Or am I worth more? Yeah. And and that's my problem because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> well, and I'm the same way. Trust yeah. me. I just I just did this thing the other day with the police car and this thing for for uh for this uh lady for a student film. Yeah. You know, and they just needed somebody to do it. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And just yeah. don't worry about it. We'll figure something out. You know, yeah. but. It's just part of doing the right thing. Yeah. But yeah. And but doing the right thing also like pays off in the end. So I'm like, either it's going to help me in the long run or it's going to really hurt me. So I'm like, yeah, we'll see what happens. My only challenge is when you do those free things and like, all right, yeah, we're going to sell this. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I'm going to sell it. Are you going to pay us at the end for that? Yeah. Because like, can I get a contract? Yeah. Like, like is so, there something? If you're going to sell it yeah. and you're going to make a billion dollars on it, it'd yeah. be nice if you, you paid us at least $100 or something. Just, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, going back also to the transient town of Vegas that we are in. Because the Raiders are coming, because, you know, there's probably going to be a baseball team in like three years, I'm guessing. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But do you think there's going to be less transients here? And hopefully the film community will grow more? I think it's hard to say right now about everything with yeah. the way the, the world is. Well, that's true, <laughs> as far yeah. as like how everyone's going to do and, and what's going to do it. I, I hope it gets better. I feel yeah. like it's gotten better. Um Throughout the, like I said, throughout the years of doing it, when I started mm-hmm. startups, I had really had like no connection with the community. Yeah. And then when I got into that and I started finding that there was, you know, these connections and stuff and resources, and then it's the same in the film community. Yeah. There's, there's the resources, but I hope it is. And yeah. I feel like, you know, like the Golden Knights has, you know, since yeah. that came, that's been great. Cause I always, I mean, I've lived here almost 30 years. Yeah. So when I've, I used to, I know when the Knights, I was like, I don't know if it's going to work. Cause like, I mean, I've seen, Four teams come and go. Yeah, and I'm just waiting for them to have a losing season because then the ticket prices will go low, and then we get to see who right? the crew fans the are. Fire sale. And yeah, everyone can go. Yeah, because yeah, because like the thing is too, we I think Vegas got so lucky the first two seasons. Yeah, that like they're so like oh we're you know we can raise the prices we can do this so I'm like waiting yeah. for season three see how season three and four end up so if they do some shitty years then hopefully the prices will sink a little bit. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for that. But I think it's been great because it gives yeah. us something that we can all as a as a community yeah. rally for. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, we can yeah. rally for our teams and, and we can rally for this. And we really rallied when, uh, uh, you know, 1 October, as bad as that sounds. Oh, yeah. There was a big rally for that. I think that it's crazy because, like, you know, I compare that to the Yankees in 20, uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. when 9-11 happened. Everyone rallied yeah. around the Yankees and they still lost the World Series, which sucks. But, you know. Yeah. Same thing with Vegas. Yeah, well, it does. It forced people to, you know, that's that's when you see the the purest of good in people is when something yeah. unfortunate like that happens. Agree. It's because people come out and they it forces you to stop for a second and realize, hey, wait a minute, we're we're all people, we're yeah. all humans, we're all, you know, we're all in this together. Let's mm-hmm. band together and do what we have to do. Yeah. The goal is obviously to keep it that mentality to where everyone has that and they're mm-hmm. not like cursing each other out of the stoplight for not moving when well, it usually happens green. every day every day yeah. right or runs the red light and that's another or, famous yeah, thing in vegas make a mistake and somebody's ready to rip your head off no, you oh know? my god yeah that's always another fun one too <laughs> so but i think it's been good i think it's yeah. uh i think vegas is is really growing and it's really uh it's doing its thing yeah well here's here, what is your social media let's get to it 
All right. So my social media, I'm on Instagram, uh, Real Dan Worthington. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is the same. Real Dan Worthington is my page. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, website's danworthington.net. Oh, so easy. You can find me on there. I got some of my comedy on there. Mm-hmm. I've got, uh, it's kind of like my hub for okay. doing some of my demo reels, all that stuff. Do you have any nuggets or, you know, good tidbits for people out there that you want to give out your last your last good tidbits? Oh, uh, like advice? Advice, tips? yeah. Okay. Um, well, like I said, my advice is, is hustling, is relationship building. Um, it really comes down to that. I think investing in the quality of yourself is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, and that's something I've learned from business and doing business yeah. throughout years was knowing branding and marketing. And you're you're essentially a commodity. You're mm-hmm. that box of cereal on the shelf that you're trying to sell to somebody. Yeah. And you, it's important that you have those that mindset when you're doing these things, like taking your headshots or taking character shots or taking um, submitting for a role or yeah. reading for a role. Like these are all, and just even down to meeting somebody that you have no idea, you've met them for the first time and you have no idea if or how you'll ever work together, but you never know. That one guy you just meet could be the next, yeah. the, 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 the guy that's like, hey, yeah. I was just looking for this and you just fell in my lap and now here it is. So I just tell people just, just you know, live your life, the you know, uh, genuine. Just be yeah. genuine. You know, just be genuine yourself. And if you can do that on film, and you can do that in in real life, and you can do that here, then you'll explode. Boom! Great advice. Thank you, Dan, and oh. thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. This is great. This was a pleasure having you. And uh, again, thank you guys for listening. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify. Google Podcast, Anchor, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. Also, remember, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, we have a Patreon page, so you should be a part of that if you'd like to. I don't mind if you're not. I'm not mad at you if you are not. That makes no sense. But basically, I got great plans for the future of this podcast, like I always tell you guys, and I can only do it with the love and support of my hashtag, Frame Chasers. Welcome to the family, Dan. All right. You're a hashtag, Frame Chaser, and you are a hustler, man. After knowing, like you did, about, what, 60 jobs in 18 months? That's it. You that is get out there. Hustling, man. Hustling. Hustling. So, again, guys, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Hey, guys, have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. We'll hopefully catch you next time on Chasing the Frame. Have a great rest of it. Ah, fuck. I just messed up. Well, have a great day. Bye. <laughs>